dropping that knowledge on you. I could not make this shit up. With Kev Nash. Oh, Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. DJ Killer Kid. Mouse. And A. Dizzle. Uh oh. Let me tell you, boys, you can't make that shit up. The inside. Real deal, straight up. Are you crazy? Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip hop. This is ludicrous. It's the big boss, Rick Rouse. What up? It's your boy, Young Jeezy. This is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs are the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT. I couldn't make this shit up. I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. I'm sad that I lack the talent to make this shit up. Here's Kev Nash, DJ Killer Kev, and A. Dizzle. You Can't Make This Up Podcast, Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Hey, Dizzle. Episode 324. Look at this guy reading I those got notes. notes, baby. <laughs> He's a professional yes, now. Sir. <laughs> What's going on, fellas? How was the week? Man, let me talk about it. The week was A1 for your boy. A1? A1. He got a fresh cut. He got a fresh cut. Made it Ohio. Okay. Man, listen. Uh, One, about the cut. Got a cut finally because uh, I was sick. So I missed my haircut prior to Thanksgiving. So I was out without a haircut for a whole month. Mm. And boy, these grays are starting to talk <laughs> to your boy. <laughs> you, you see me on the bottom shelf. My bottom shelf getting a little snowflake. <laughs> so I'm like, well, shit, I got to at least keep a haircut around this motherfucker if I'm going to be grayed up. <laughs> so I know I see you, you know. We've done 324 pods. I've probably seen you in hats, 320 of them. (laughs) How many days you go when you get the fresh cut where you got to show the world the fresh cut? I'm I'm usually about three. About three days, I'm no hat. I'm letting the world see the lineup. Shots Uh, to flawless. I'm usually about four or five days until the shit start to grow back. (laughs) You start covering it up. (laughs) Brushing it extra because my hair get curly and... Oh, straight on one side, man. My hair got a mind of its own, man. Dude. So I'll be do-ragged up to make sure the shit lay right. But, you know, it's all good. I'm, I'm just blessed to still have it. A lot of people right. our age yeah, yeah. start moonwalking, as they Shout say. Out Chris Middleton. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. But besides getting the cut this week, man, your boy is eating up this vacation time. Nice. So at the station, we have a use it or lose it policy. Mm. And I've been working at the station for quite some time. So I got a lot of vacation time racked up. I took a couple days here, took a couple days there, went out of town over the summer to go to Chicago for the wife's birthday, did a little anniversary trip, went home to Cleveland. So, you know, dabbled with the vacation. We get this email saying, hey, uh, use it or lose it policy is back in effect because of COVID. They let us roll some time over into mm-hmm. the following years or whatever, but they're like, nah, not this time. And uh, I know at some companies they actually pay you out for the vacation that you don't use, but not at my company. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, shit, looks like I'm taking off every Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday until the end of the year. Damn. <laughs> so nigga just came to work on a Monday, Tuesday, Friday weekends around this bitch Ooh, for the rest of the year. That's so, nice. So that's what your boy on. And then uh, let me ask y'all this. When your wife has a girl's trip, how excited do you guys get? I'm really at the 50-50. Oh, well, you... That's what I was just about to say. Because (laughs) the reason why I say that is because I think about, like, for real, I'm going to be by myself, but then I'm not going to be by myself because I'm going to have three kids to be responsible for. Right, And then on top of that, when I'm going through the hair brushing and ponytail, trying to figure all that shit out, all I'm thinking about is... All-inclusive Jamaica, huh? She having a good time, huh? She probably that's where getting, a, getting a massage from a big nigga. <laughs> I always think about that. Like, like Jamaicans always, 
really aggressive on the on the uh, greetings and and talking, and I'm like, man, the girls trip. They're probably entertaining these niggas, and it just it just be a lot. So I mm-hmm. I be riding the fence of like, cause I ain't gonna lie, being married for 14 years, the little breaks be nice. It's not about being disrespectful to your family. It's about just taking that mental break or that break from the responsibility of parenthood, mm-hmm. being married, whatever that is, and just going enjoy some time. So I get it. So I understand it, but I'd be right on the fence. Like, how how good of a time are you having, ma'am? <laughs> That's where I'd be at. Like, because uh, I'm over here trying to figure out this ponytail shit, and it's, I'm struggling. How good are you at it? I mean, you got three got of the, them. You should be good by I, now. I got the man bun, so I I'm okay with getting it. But it's the part of like, if I gotta create the part, if I gotta brush like more mm. than just up into a ponytail, if I gotta start from scratch type shit, or let like, them slip on it and eat. Nah, I'm weak. When, when, when they gone, I have her. Hooking up with a hairstyle, and I come home like hair scarves. Everybody put on hair scarves. <laughs> We're not playing that in the morning. Everybody gets satined up. What about you, Dizzle? Uh, it'd be cool, but probably a fifty fifty because I'd just be bored. Be bored. Ain't nobody to talk to. Then my dogs at the crib. <laughs> Animal Kingdom. Yeah, man. So the wife, she had a girls trip on a Friday. They went to a concert. They went to see Ja Rule, Ashanti, Juvie. Who else was it? Uh, Jagged Edge, uh, one of her good friends, had a, a birthday party. So, like, they had a party bus. They did the whole thing or whatever. Nice. So, she was gone, and I was like, wow, she left the house. <laughs> like, at 2.30, I got the house to myself. After having the house to myself, because she was at work. So, most of those days, actually, I was running some errands uh, on the days I was off-off. But I did get naps in and just lazy man around the house. But, like, I was, like, at the crib. On a Friday night, just watching TV, yeah. watching basketball. I heard you on the just, radio. I heard, just chill. I, heard, I heard you talk about that, saying you might go see a movie. You just had. I thought had, about you it. You had time. You was, <laughs> was contemplating Black Panther number four. <laughs> I had a lot of time, man. I but heard then you say it on the radio. I actually thought about reaching out to some folks. So I was like, man, I'm not leaving the house. That would require me to take a shower. Right, right. <laughs> Even though I just got a haircut to <laughs> right sit in the say, house. I was like, man, like, nigga, you got a closet full of clothes sneakers but you that lazy that you just about to sit here on this couch in your pajamas because we definitely heard you have at least four or five packages that you forgot about come to the crib in the last six months yeah dude ridiculous (laughs) ridiculous it's a shame but outside of that man you know big chill um yesterday did a little bit of uh extra christmas shopping me and the wife but other than that, man, it was a great week, man. Just nice. eating up this vacation time. Got a lot more to use. A nice lot show. more to use. So uh, if you don't hear your boy on the radio, do know. Yeah. I'm around, but <laughs> I ain't around. <laughs> Dizzle? Uh, slow motion, man. Not not much. I had a, a Christmas party uh, yesterday. Talk, talk about having a long day, man. I look, I kind of I look forward to it because I know I'm blessed to be busy and booked and shit mm-hmm. but shit i was tired man so for like friday friday night i gotta work till midnight three to midnight and then saturday morning turn around and have to open at my first job so that's 5 30 in Ooh. the morning to 2 30 um and i had to do that to make room for my dj gig which was basically five to nine i had to be there at four so three to midnight, quick turnaround, had to work 5.30 a.m. to 2.30. I maybe got like a 30-minute nap, and then turn around, had to DJ. So 
Damn, and yeah. you're here. You made it to podcast Sunday. Yeah, yeah. only three minutes late. <laughs> yeah, impressive, impressive. Appreciate wow. it. But wow. like I said, I, I look, I look forward to those days. Um, and I got another one like that next Friday, or this Friday coming up. But that was pretty much it, man. Just, just chilling. Uh, by the close out the year, this was the first year that I actually uh kept track of. With how many gigs I've done, how much I've gotten paid. So I'm really curious to see after these next two gigs, like my final tally for the year. Cause I've, I've never done this. I kind of always just estimated. I've done, mm-hmm. okay, maybe 20, 30 gigs. No, nah, I, I wrote this shit down, how much I get paid from each. So yeah, this was a year that I'm really curious to see how much I made. Yeah, I, I, I uh, took a little more. I've been doing that for about four or five years, but this year I actually kept track of everything because I have – the invoice system that I use to where if they pay on the invoice or I'm ever invoicing for gigs, which is about 90% of my work, mm-hmm. it's going to show up there. But the the friend I've known since second grade that booked me and just cashed at me or however they paid, yeah. I might not have had that on that record. So this year I really kept track of everything because with the cash app stuff going on where they yeah. make a certain much, they, I'm just trying to be ready to figure out how much I had, who did what. So that was a, a good thing I added as well for me this this year too. Yeah, I think I got uh, two more gigs. This was probably my best year. This is probably nice. my best year. And then you add on real estate. Boy. I'm about to see. I'm really about to see what what, num- what the numbers are looking like. Tax man, tax man. <laughs> yeah. You got an account or you using your homeboys again? Nah, bro. I'm gonna have to. I'm yeah, gonna have to do it. You pop a dizzle now. You gonna have to. You gonna have to get it. Right. Yeah, I can't use the homie this time because I, I was not 100 percent happy with the service. But it's all good. I tried. I got a guy. I got a guy for you. A certified. I'm going to just do it myself. I don't trust nobody. I tried trusting people. It didn't work out. Don't do it yourself, bro. (laughs) I've been doing it myself. Don't do it yourself, bro. So I think. Don't do it yourself, man. I'm 30. I've been doing my own taxes. Yeah. I've been doing that for the longest. Dude, it'll be like $30, man. $30. Yes. Are they going to get me. More money than I can get myself? They're going to do it the right way. So (laughs) if something goes awry, it's not your fault. We're going to see, man. (laughs) Trust me, man. Turbo Tax dummy dummy right. He said that number go up. Think about it like this. Think about it like this. Think about it like this. You have three streams of income coming in, right? You got your name. No. My bad, too. Two. (laughs) My bad. My bad. Strike that from the record. Strike that right from the record. So... You have obviously the main gig. You have the the real estate, real estate gig. gig. You're a homeowner. Yeah. So all these things, all these tax breaks that you don't know about because you are not a tax person, they're gonna be able to make sure you're good. I don't know that your person is giving me the best situation. How do you so have you done uh like have you done it yourself ever? Yeah. And you would say doing it with somebody else. Made you got you more money. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, one hundred percent. Yes. See, when I've tried somebody else, it was the opposite. So <laughs> I'm ready to go back to doing it myself. <laughs> and like I said, most importantly, if shit goes awry, and tax man, bear speak to Dizzle White, please. That five uh, word audit. Me no up. English. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Me no speak no. And then you got a nice little tax deduction, uh, working right now. Right. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You want to make sure all that shit is good, man. Any upgrades you've done to your home, you got those type of receipts laying around, okay, all man. that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. 
all your gas mileage for the uh, ripping and running for real estate. Like all that shit. You gotta take care of young Dizzle. You got I'm telling <laughs> you, bro. Right. I'm telling you, you, man. Give me his number, bro. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. We go I'll try him out. I'll try him out. Because I'm all about getting the biggest bag. And if that will turn my uh refund uh if it'll increase it, I'm down for it. But if not but, but, So let me say this too. One day, I hope for you, you're gonna be in an income bracket where you're not gonna care about that refund. Because you get to a point in your life where you rolling in this real estate, you rolling in life, you getting, you're doing it right, and you're gonna keep growing that. And one day, that refund ain't gonna be, you know, you're gonna it ain't gonna hit. Right, it ain't gonna be no sure, refund. You gonna make sure I got four or five grand put away damn. to take care of what I owe because I had a great fucking year. You know what I'm saying? Not, That's I'm how ready I, look for the at re- it, so. I want the refund life. So. Dude, <laughs> hey, we we've been listening to the pod. Yeah, yeah. You've been making transactions. <laughs> I, I'm not sure if you're going to be getting a refund, <laughs> sir. Damn. I'm not sure you're going to be getting a refund. I'll be counting not on that to shit. be counting your pockets. Right. I'll be counting on You've made a lot of transactions this year, sir. I have, I have friends. I have me and on one side, and I have friends on another side of the tax brackets in life. And I hear both sides of people's dreams and wishes with it. And the ones that don't get the refunds are the ones that's really, in my eyes, rolling and doing well. And the ones that's hoping for the refunds are the ones that's still trying to figure out how do I keep this phone on 12 months a year without having it being cut off. You know what I'm saying? Because the life is just tight. So I try to really focus on getting out of the refund mindset and getting to where I've had such a great year that I got four or five grand in the account to pay whatever taxes I owe because I had a good year. I mean, on this side of it. so. That's just how I look at it. Y'all might be right, man. Those are those, these are good problems. Yeah, yeah I yeah, guess you're right about definitely. that. Yeah, these are good problems. Yeah. Killer, how was your week, man? Man, so you had a good one. Dizzle had a good so one. solid. Yeah, I had a, just a busy week. Hectic, man. It's my Hectic turn to man. have the busy week. I had a busy week at work. We uh, had a couple of days where we were just rolling. Holidays is rolling for office parties and schools, and so I was actually off work Friday. Took the time to look at the delivery app and saw we had 34 orders, and we have a very short staff right now. We have employees that are out sick. We have employees that are out for, like, a long-term health issue. So just very tight staff. So very busy at work this week. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Also, um, I had a proposal from me. My mom works for the VA, and... I was exposed to burn pits when I was in Iraq. Mm. I was in Iraq in the early portions of, you know, the war where the only way we disposed of anything was to burn it. So there's a few conditions that are now being compensated by the VA. Um, One of those I have. So, well, the only way to prove I have it is to biopsy my eye, which they haven't done. But they are treating me as such. So I went ahead and um, uh, met with the VA Apply for that. So hopefully, from what the guy said, I meet the qualifications. I got to go see a few doctors here in the next couple of weeks, but got that rolling. So if that goes the way it should go, uh, yeah, Killer Kev might be retired and just full-time DJ. So, wow. So not not that it's going to be a huge, but it'll be a nice base start to That's what's up. monthly income. So Good luck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how uh, how long does that process take to like figure it um, out, figure out you approved? So I went to the appointment like early Monday and they sent me a FedEx 
two three days later two or three days later with three appointments uh to go through that once i do these appointments and the last one's like january 5th um i'll probably hear something by april i would say march april um they are back pain from august of 2020 Mm. so uh if that uh if that goes through, uh, Dizzy might be getting a phone call from your boy. Hey! <laughs> but um, just really trying to prepare for that. I'm not trying to get too high for it. I'm just, I, it's not like I'm celebrating my condition, but I'm also, I want to get paid for yeah. what I went through. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, mm-hmm. so um, we had that to do this week. And then on top of all that, um, my golf league uh, had a Christmas party that they kind of, Called in a favor. Hey, aren't you a DJ? I am. Well, we can't pay you what you pay, what you normally make, but can we work out something? So I think I told y'all I worked yeah. out golf fees for services. So um, had that to do Thursday. Mayor was in there partying. It was a good time in the midst of all the week that the mayor has been going through Ooh. with these uh, city budgets and shit. But uh, he uh, took took a hat off and had a, had a good time with his golf people. But that was a really nice time. Did that Thursday. And then uh, Saturday, last night, I had to do a Sweet 16, uh, DJ that. So uh, just had a busy week of all that. And then kids having to go to practices and hair appointments. Mm, and, nonstop. You know, it was a busy, busy week. But uh, next week, I'm headed to Florida, so I'm excited for that. We get to sit around for four days. I'm DJing for one. So um, <laughs> there's some three days of probably running around, do some Christmas shopping while we're away from the kids and just enjoy our little week weekend getaway to Tallahassee. So. Dope, dope. You talked about being in the golf league with the mayor. Like, that news came out of nowhere. What was that, Wednesday or Thursday yeah. about, you know, potentially the purge situation happening yeah. in Dayton without being able to play the police and fire department and stuff. I guess they passed an emergency bill last this, night. This morning I saw on the news uh, one of the commissioners, literally when they cut to, like, his live voice and what he was saying – he was literally saying, we got $10 million going towards this, this, golf courses. And he was, like, looking at the mayor when he said it. And I was just sitting back, like, don't do us like that, bro. All y'all play golf over there at the city. So, uh, but they so wait, the, we, we, we wasn't about to be able to pay people? Is that no, what? Yeah, they was about to have a city shutdown. Um, the, the, some of the commissioners had wanted certain things to be looked at and it was just a it became a thing to where they was arguing and mm. and, and not agreeing on it but they met I think an emergency meeting last night and approved to where they don't have to worry about how they paying their city employees yeah. so, so good thing they worked it out yeah right before the holidays yeah, get definitely. people scared to make exactly to try to make some decisions before hey man you ain't gonna have no paycheck come uh the 15th right if I can get like the fire underneath people's asses or whatever man but shit, man, let's jump into these topics. Obviously, one of the biggest sports stories that come out, Brittany Griner released from prison. We made a trade. We mm. made a trade, and everybody got a lot to say about this trade. Yeah. Uh, I guess this dude is called the Agent of Death. Yeah. He's an arms dealer, a guns dealer out there in Russia, so we gave him up for Brittany Griner. Yeah. The floor is yours, Mr. Dizzle. <laughs> um, I got a couple thoughts about this, and I want to say that I don't know too much about uh Victor Bouts. I want to say his name is good old yeah. Vic. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of folks are saying we got fleeced. This was uh about as bad as a trade as the Rudy Gobert trade. <laughs> but I'm just happy that uh Vin uh Vin Diesel oh, h- helped Brittany Griner get home. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because I know before y'all saw the, Christmas. I know y'all saw the post. <laughs> Vin Diesel said he need her home before Christmas, and goddamn it, she's home. <laughs> right. Fast and furious. Yeah. I am Groot. <laughs> yeah. But nah, man. Um, I've, I've saw some stuff. You know, folks is mad that we didn't bring back the uh, was it the Marine? Yeah. That's yeah. that's still over there. The reporter. Uh, so there, so there's, yeah, there's, there's more people over there and, oh, yeah, and sure. folks are kind of upset that, okay, why Brittany Griner, why not the other folks? And I can understand that. Um, but like, like I said, I'm still happy for her. You know what I'm saying? She was over there far too long. Um, shit. Happy for her, but we still got some work to do, you know? Facts, mm-hmm. facts. Killer, what did you think when you first saw the news? So the... The first reaction was like very, very happy for Brittany Griner. She was over there for less than a gram of uh, vape hash or whatever they want to, whatever they called it, but it was a very little amount and serving a lot of time. Um, I was happy for her to be home, and I am happy for her to be home. The only thing that I am not happy with is like I don't know what this will cost mm-hmm. because. Um, I saw the video of the prisoner exchange. It was like the movies. I mean, it was like one person walking the Russian, one person walking Brittany, a group of people on the side with their arms crossed like they was, you know, the leaders of the pack. You know, it was just it was just a, the movie style exchange. And the hug that the Russian dude gave the Russian prisoner yeah. was just almost like. Told you, brother. Yeah, we got you. You know, <laughs> we get back. And that's like with all that Russia is going through. With how they are, you know, just moving. I just don't know what this will cost, and it's it's very it's very uh, doesn't happen often when like black people win in these regards. Like, mm-hmm. so I was happy for her to be home and and and, and get home, but it's like, what does this, what is what will this cost? So I'm just that's kind of where I'm at with it. Like everybody, well, not can't even say everybody. Like everybody on this pod, happy to see that she was able to come home. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> there is a but. There is a but. I personally believe that. Look, man, military comes first. Just comes first, man. Mm-hmm. Just, just the crux of the matter. Military comes first. If just say, for instance, it's a, a member of our military that gets arrested in Russia today, he should jump the line over everybody else yeah. because they are military. Military, I think our military gets disrespected the most, not only in other countries, but in our country alone. Mm -hmm. They got stats out about how the population of military are the most homeless, Mm -hmm. which should never be the case. Um, So for me, the the Marines should have been priority number one. And let's not act like this isn't a political thing. It was a political mm-hmm. situation for Russia. It's a political situation for the United States mm-hmm. because she is a such high-profile person. Nobody knows this Marine's name. When he got arrested, it was like, oh, man, it's crazy, crazy. And then it died down. This Brittany Griner situation never died down. It was always topical. It was always news because it is so political. So in their case, they had to bring her home because it's such a hot-button issue. So I totally understand that. The guy being an arms dealer, a guns dealer, okay. I'm just glad they didn't give up the dude that knew how to build nuclear bombs. Yeah. Like, 
No, he's <laughs> never coming. He, we're never giving him up. Don't ever give him up. I'm right, sorry. Right. Like, if we give up the dude that know how to build nukes, we need every person that's a United States citizen that's locked up in Russia to come home. It's going to be all for one exactly. type of situation. So I just think, like, people are kind of going overboard with the Brittany Griner situation because think if that was a family member of yours. Think exactly. if that was your sister or your aunt or whatever. You wouldn't care. Mm-hmm. All you would be like, well, she home now. Yeah. And that's the only thing that mattered to me. You wouldn't be talking about, oh, we got fleeced. And it probably is a fleece situation. I mean, mm-hmm. the crux of the matter is this dude's a world-known arms dealer. Brittany Griner is a basketball player. Yeah. Like, it just sounds crazy. <laughs> I mean, it sounds crazy yeah. just even saying it. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> so I get people's frustration, but we do need to celebrate the fact that she's home. But... United States, uh, President Biden, your job ain't done, dude. I was about it, to say it's, that, yep. it's military people over there that's been over there longer than she's been over there mm-hmm. that should have been home first. Yeah. And the military should always be top priority. Always. And that's the fuel that the right side of the aisle will be using yeah. uh, in, in the reply to this almost. Because that's just, you gave them a lot of fuel in this situation of how it was handled. But at the, at the same time, it's like, the the nigga and be like, hey, we won. We got her, <laughs> whatever, we got her home, and 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 that usually don't happen for us where we get those wins. So I was happy for her to be home, but mm-hmm. the military in me is like, man, does this guy go? And in five years, are we dealing with something that Russia decided to do? And was he the mastermind? And are we been lying in him in eight years? Right, you right. What um, has this something like this happened in the past? Because I've never heard of a situation where we making trades with they do that, but yeah. it's never been high profile. I mean, like, yeah, it never been like nah, an yeah, athlete it hasn't like been this. A okay, high profile for a you know just how how this was publicized. I don't think I I don't remember or know of something that's been this high profile, but I know it's definitely been the three o'clock at Wright Pat exchanges. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not, just example, not Wright Pat literally, but like just the military base mm-hmm. handoffs. Yes, yeah, normally. Have, Reporters, it's most of the time uh, yeah. United States reporters because you know how nosy we are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we yeah, love to be yeah. over there talking our shit, being Americans, reporting, and they telling us what we can and can't do in their country, and mm-hmm. we still do it anyway, and they lock lock our asses up. Yeah. So it's normally like reporters, yeah, yeah. they get locked up in other countries before doing reporting. Yeah. But uh, go ahead. No, I was about to say that takes us right into um, go for it. the guy. Damn, I, I need to be figuring out these folks' names, man. Um, so there was a journalist at the World Cup. Have y'all been watching the World Cup at all? Yeah. I have not. I have not watched it since last Saturday when the United States lost 3-1. to one. My aunt is locked into the World Cup, but I have not been locked in since we went out. Only Grant something? Yeah, Grant, Grant Wall. Grant, yeah. Grant Wall, okay. So a journalist that was covering uh, the World Cup in Qatar died uh, unsuspectedly, died with, with the quotation marks because— um, the brother suspects he was killed. Um, he was seen wearing a rainbow shirt over there, and you know they don't play that, you know. Yeah. So yeah, he was detained, and then uh, some time later, just mysteriously, ended up dead. So crazy, crazy, crazy. And he did the uh, LeBron's first uh, Sports Illustrated cover mm-hmm. when LeBron was in high school, chosen one, and uh, he was well respected. Uh, what they call those guys, media guy for soccer, and just yeah. he's, he's, he's a big name. And uh, they said he was, I think he was during the match, slumped over, kind of was. I think he had some kind of cough the day before. It was calling like the like the death cough or some shit. Like it was some. 
I was reading some articles about it. This seems to be very suspicious. So prayers to his family because uh, that seems to be something they're going to be dealing with. You know, scary shit, bro. Yeah, man. Scary show. Uh, actually, we I know a um record guy who is over there at the World Cup as we speak, and he's texted me a couple times talking about how much of a good time he's having, mm-hmm. but it's like crazy over there. Yeah. Uh, it's nothing like the United States and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but uh. Very scary, man. Very, very. Super scary. So I also have a good friend who loves to travel. Loves to travel. Not just like, you know, hey, man, he went to Vegas or went to L.A. Like, he jumps on that bird. He crosses that pond. Mm-hmm. He goes all across the country. Well, across the United States, traveling and across the world. And, like, shit like this, shit like this makes me just want to stay the fuck at home. Man. Like, I, I want to go to Paris. I want to do all these things. I want to, you know, see places I've never seen before, everything like that. But, shit, seeing the Britney Griner situation, seeing this story go down with the journalist is like, damn, wait a minute, man. We got to remind ourselves we are still Americans, and people don't fuck with us like that. And, unfortunately for me, I learned that in, in, in one form of being 19 years or 20 years old going to war. So my first time crossing the water was going to Iraq. I've never done it since. So my anxiety of going across the water just brings back that, you know, the thought of I saw people that didn't fuck with us. You know, mm-hmm. I went through that. And it's like it ain't just Iraq. It's a lot of places over there that, you know, it's like I wouldn't mind going to Africa. I, I feel safe going to Africa. I don't know why. Africa turned. They do crazy shit. Too, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like just the whole thought of like going across the water. Like I'm cool traveling in the U S but I'm not interested. My wife want to go to Greece. I'm like, Oh, <laughs> it might be a girl's trip. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't think I'm on it. Yeah. So you just gotta be super careful. I, was, I actually saw this Twitter thread where this lady was going to, um, Dubai, Dubai. And it's like some just regu- rules over there that you wouldn't even think is rules. Like you can't spit on the ground. <laughs> Damn. Just like, I forget. It was it was a whole list of things like you should know these th- un unwritten rules mm-hmm. like to know before you get hemmed up, before you get fined, thrown in whatever Dubai prison. Like yeah, you don't so. want to mess around with no overseas prisons at all, at all. Other news that broke in sports. Aaron it got buried to be honest because everything else that happened. But yeah. Aaron Judge just signed a crazy contract with the Yankees. Nine years, $360 million. The reason why this is such a crazy contract is because prior to last year, they offered him 10 years for $214 million. So he breaks uh, American League home run record. They caught him out big bags. How many baseball games is it a year? 162. 162? (laughs) $246,913 a game. $40 million a year. Divide that forty million by the games is two hundred forty six thousand. Just turned thirty years old. He'll be thirty nine when this is all said and done. After he get all this money from New York, great contract for him. Mm, nice win, nice win for Aaron <laughs> Judge. Light skin brothers win. <laughs> <laughs> What's popping with Daniel Snyder and the Washington Commanders now? When we just talking about this Man, nigga, like he always was. in the news. They said he participated and permitted in a toxic work culture. Um, worked to intimidate witnesses and claimed more than 100 times he could not recall answers <laughs> for a House Oversight Committee. God damn, man. What is going on? I thought they was. I thought Jay-Z and them were trying to buy that team. That's the rumor. Jay-Z and some other business folks trying to buy Bezos. them. But 
Uh, yeah, man, he he trying to get up out of there, man. He's officially mm. said he's going to attempt to sell part of the team. He's not answering the committee's questions. They showing him this. They showing leaked emails. He's like, yeah, I don't remember that. I don't remember that. So basically pleading the flip, fifth on every single question and everything. Mm. So he he's trash. He's been trash. I got a good friend who lives in D.C. who's a Commanders fan, and he just wants him to sell the team so they can get rid of him and get yeah. rid of the stank that just always involves him, man. Like, that shit crazy. Goodness gracious. He stay in some shit. Yeah. And rich as fuck. I'm waiting on the day they start releasing them private emails and text messages. Man, the NFL That's be- got nine stories like that. <laughs> if all those emails yeah. really came out, it'd be terrible. Mm-hmm. They got a great cover-up committee. Facts, facts. Monday night is going down. Y'all watching on ESPN? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Young Melo, a.k.a. Kyan Anthony, taking on Bronny James. Their high school teams will be playing 20 years after LeBron and Carmelo play in that famous game. Man, y'all going to be watching? I am, but I officially feel old now <laughs> because yeah. I went and saw. I got home from the military and remember going to see LeBron play against Alter, against the Kavanaugh twins. Mm. I remember uh, th- that game, and I remember going to. I had a funny story where the one of the one, one of the first years of the flying to the hoops tournament. Uh, um, I, I don't, I, I don't think Carmelo was here ever here, but I think that one of the first years of the flying to the hoops tournament, I found out about this tournament. I called them like on their first day of existence. They took my call. I said something about being a student at ICB and was trying to get, you know, in access. They gave me access. I had passes to the whole thing. Got mm. to see like some. I I, I want to say it was uh, what's the dude name that uh went to USC? OJ. OJ, OJ Mayo. Yeah, I want to say it was right in that time. But uh, just having younger, like being young and seeing that age group that are now on on their way out of the NBA, right. And now seeing these young kids that or, or these players have kids that are now at the high school level that I was going to watch, it made me feel old. And I feel like the OG uncle going to the game. <laughs> I DJed that party uh, yesterday, and it was uh, for Northmont students. I didn't know this until I got there. He, he was a sophomore. His, his little brother is in eighth grade. My kids are freshmen in eighth grade. So it's like this was their party like they grew people and it was just like I'm getting old <laughs> DJing for my kids it's crazy crazy money all spends but the I'm same bro I'm watching that game cause uh I I like uh I, I like Melo's son I think I think he's sharp shooting you know I watched a few of his little like day in the lives on mm-hmm. YouTube um, just how he live and move I, I think he's uh he's gonna be a good hooper so it should be a good game. Yeah, I'll check it out. I'll check it out for sure. Um, I'm curious to see how, not Bronny, what's the other one's name? Bryce. Bryce, yeah, yeah, yeah that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> Tall, tallest one, six, like 6'6 six, six already. I mean, he grew like five inches over a post. Like, he might not be good. done. He yeah. might He might oh, even nah. get taller than that. Cause he, I think he's only a freshman or a sophomore at yeah, this I point. Think, I don't yeah. even think he's 16 yet. No. He's he going to have one more and get up to dad's height for sure. Yeah, yeah. dude is crazy. But, yeah, definitely going to be tuning in. The first time I actually even seen Melo play was this game because the only reason I heard of Carmelo Anthony is because he committed to going to Syracuse and then obviously heard of LeBron James. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, got to see this dude. I know how good LeBron is. I got to see this dude that's going to my school, Syracuse. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, he can hoop too. We good. Yeah. And now to see their kids playing, that's pretty cool, man. So shouts out to them, man. We old. Yeah. 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 R. Kelly. Mm. 
R. Schmelly. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, Shouts out to my brother Pina. He had a question for you, Killer. You won't listen to Nas, but you still got R. Kelly on your computer. Mm. So it's not that I won't listen to Nas, and it's not that I have R. Kelly on my computer. It's that. <laughs> this should be good. It's that Nas just ain't like. Like, it, when I'm DJing, that's why I have him on my computer, by the way. When, <laughs> when I'm DJing, um, Nas is not, like, requesting. I've never been at a party and somebody would be like, can you play me? Ooh, chi wally wally, ooh, chi bang bang. None of that? Okay, that, that one. <laughs> one song in 37 years. <laughs> but uh, the R. Kelly stuff I actually have on my laptop, and I'm hesitant to play. I won't play that unless requested. I won't play any, either one unless requested, to be honest. So, hey, man, anybody asking to hear half on the baby? But, yeah. you know, after the show, it's the after party, then what? Don't tell lobby. That Fiesta remix, mm. I'm never letting go of that song. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't. Everything else, fine. But Fiesta remix forever will be on yeah. the playlist. I've had a couple weddings where, uh, yeah, actually this year, one wedding I had was that, I think it's called Forever, R. Kelly. Um, that ooh, I can't wait to get home. Whatever that how the verse start. Ooh, no, no, no. whatever, whatever, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> look it up. Forever R. Kelly, but that was like the down the aisle type song. And I was like, wow, going in with the R. Kelly. Down the aisle. Okay. <laughs> Did y'all check it out? I did not check it out. I heard it got pulled already. And I'm salty because I was gonna check it out. My, we know you was, <laughs> but my wife told me he came out with that like. Is the title close to an album that it came out to previously? Yes, I admit it. It's like three versions or whatever. So, so she thought it was that, and we left it alone and then realized that it wasn't that and didn't get a chance. So, so it's three versions of I admit it or three verses or whatever, and they're all on there, but there's some unreleased songs on there as well. So, yeah. so I, I admit it. And they pulled it. I don't know. I'm, I believe because uh, R. Kelly came out with a statement saying that this was unauthorized. This wasn't his voice. So I don't know if this was like some AI generated uh, <laughs> studio cooked up. Yeah. Some together. shit they just threw together <laughs> and threw out there. So did you, you downloaded it? You got it? Uh, I'm yeah. looking on Apple Music and right this, now. This is the other kid, by the way. This ain't this ain't. <laughs> It's not on album music. I don't see it. <laughs> nah, it looks like it got pulled. They pulled it for sure. But, yank, uh, yank. Before. So, so since we talking about R. Kelly, you think they should pull all his old music? Nah, man. Only because I grew up with that. I no. Even though it's not gonna be popular to play, I think that like, hopefully, we get to a point, we get to where we can go revisit some of those classics. But some of those classics was written. Yeah. In a headspace that's just you don't yeah. want to even recall. So yeah. it's like I personally twelve play clapped <laughs> a lot of cheeks of twelve play. <laughs> twelve play was my shit, but like I can't go back to that as a fifty or sixty year old with three daughters. And it's like you it, remind me of my yeah, G. It's just certain it's certain certain <laughs> ones that you can't ever revisit. But there's some that. I think like when you're in the car by yourself after and the show is the, yeah. after the party, after the that's, party, that's the one for you. And now that it can't let it go. Yeah. Can't quit you. Can't quit you. Everything else, dunzo. Yeah. That one, not quitting. Ever. Yeah. Sorry. Can't help it. Nah, but they, they need to keep his music on there because then what? We're going to go through everybody's track record, you know? Elvis. Yeah. List can, it's a long list. 
So let's not let's Speaking not play that game. List, can we talk about this Gucci Man real quick? Oh. Sure. <laughs> do, 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 do you know that Gucci Man came out with an 80 track, 80 track project? So I see boys the finale. <laughs> 80? 80. This is this all you, bruh? No, this ain't. This all you, man. How do you consume 80 tracks? And how do you pick a favorite? My thought, because Chris <laughs> Brown has done this. And I, I feel like it's like uh, just a tactic to try. To, it's like it's got to be some contract shit. You know what I'm saying? Like they dump out all these songs that yeah. I made with this group of people and see what and get it off the just off, off the paper. It basically, it's got to be because he don't nobody uh, ain't nobody listening. Ain't nobody listening to 80 tracks. That shit was what they said almost four hours long. Ridiculous. It reminds me of when we were younger and the MP3 CDs was that was a thing to where. I remember having Carter 1, 2, and 3 mm-hmm. all on one CD, and I could just put it in the car and let it go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that was because I didn't have Apple Music or an iPod or you know whatever the case may be to have all my music in one place. I had to have it on a CD. So I think coming from that age bracket, this seemed like a call that was made from those people that grew up in, the MP- in, in that era where you can just pile a bunch of music on, on a CD or on a something. I don't see how in 2023 niggas is going to consume 80 tracks. Did like, anybody listen to actually see if it's 80 tracks? Like I saw it. I didn't listen. I mean, it's I, can't, Apple music? I can't sit here and act like I've ever listened to an entire Gucci Man project besides uh, what was the one he was on the cover in his uh, overalls. Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking Radrick Davis. Like that album. Oh, okay. Like that's the only one I've ever listened to from front to back. But so this one on eighty I, the, tracks. Come on, bro. The, yep, the, it's here. Oh, it is. Yep, I see. Play like a random track fifty six or something. I'm just gonna, <laughs> just to see if so. I'm just gonna randomly scroll and because try being me. What number is that? Uh, eighteen. <laughs> well, oh goodness. So this is how it's broken down. You get 24 tracks, then start all over from one. Uh, go to 22 tracks, start all over. Go to 17, start all you over. You see what I'm saying? Like, this mm. could be like a quadruple disc. Exactly. To make yeah. sure I met those that number. That's what I'm... Yeah, it's it's got to be gotta that. Be. So, yeah. it's not all him on every single song. It looks like, I mean, like you said, the So Icy Boys finale. So, it's like a lot of his artists... Got solo songs. He's featured on songs. So it's not all him. Mm-hmm. So it's just like a whole bunch of bunch of shit. Yeah. That I'll probably never listen to. Probably never. Probably never. Cause uh and if he got a hit, he might even have a hit in the mix there, but ain't nobody gonna find it. I'll leave that all up right. to you DJs and you guys just let me know. <laughs> I, mean, I just did a backup on my external hard drive this 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 week, uh, and I don't see how I'm gonna uh put eighty I'm not putting 80 Gucci Mane songs from 2023 on there until somebody asked me to. <laughs> that, that's what I got title for. I could just pull it up when I'm DJing and just play it. I don't gotta download that shit. Another artist drops a new project. First project in five years. SZA dropped a brand new joint. Did y'all get the chance to listen to it? I have not. I haven't either. I have, yeah. And it's um, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I fucks with it. I still got to give it the full car treatment but it's definitely some joints on there that i've already added to the playlist i know my wife is uh gonna be playing this on these car trips that we got so it's it's gonna get some burn in my car 
That's what's up. Keep me posted. Let me know. Let me know what the hotness is. Maybe I'll get it in part of this weekend. Uh, killer. Yeah. Um, this pastor. You. This pastor. Yeah. This pastor out here trying to sell the weed. Mm-hmm. Update us, please. Yeah. Pastor Jamal Bryant. <laughs> Shout out to Pastor Jamal Bryant. He said he's looking to leverage the land owned by his new birth Baptist church to grow and sell weed. And he states it will help teach black boys and men farming. They growing weed at the church. Where do I join? <laughs> that was for me. I appreciate that. The, the Thoughts. Notes, notes was perfect. Thoughts. Um, <laughs> the burning bush. You know. <laughs> this is uh, right the real on. for you and me. Take advantage, man. Yeah. Come from the earth. Um, I really think that. Where is this church at? Do we know? Uh, I believe this is in the ATL. Okay, so not, double not in the legal weed state. Um, medical, I think it is, but not recreational. I think it, on the surface, sounds like a crazy idea. But I think that the, I had to learn this, shouts to uh, the owners of Edible Arrangements. Um, when they were going through the process of buying they're just taking me around different business meetings that they attend and different. I was a part of a conference called just being kind of seeing how they move. And I was learning the business of being, being business. And one of the calls I got to be a part of was people in this area um, with the medical marijuana stuff uh, were getting people to invest into there's a, a black owned uh grow site that got the one, one of the licenses and they are growing a medical marijuana that's getting distributed in Ohio. And just hearing about that side of it from a professional mindset and standpoint really made me think like, damn, it's really people out here that's about to tackle the business side mm-hmm. of, of, of what comes with that. So like on the surface, it sounds a church growing weed or teaching, like it sounds crazy, but like the, what they can learn from that and, mm-hmm. and, and actuality, whether they are users, consumers, or just, going to church and learning something. <laughs> but I think that where this world is going and where uh, the the federal, once the federal level allows people to make money and put their money in the banks with this, I think that's going to change everything. And they are on path to do that. So why not have these things in place to be ready to, yeah. to Smart. learn? So. Smart. I, I, I'm all for it, you know. Um not even from a smoker standpoint, but if you teaching young black folks agriculture, mm-hmm. big business, this shit is only gonna get bigger. So they can't nigga it out though. It gotta be done right. <laughs> That's my only thing. Don't nigga it out. Yeah, you can't. You gotta be right. You gotta do it in a professional manner. That's all I would say about it. like you can't you can't just wing it and have. Uncle so and so from yeah. down the street that's gonna be the chief general manager of the project and you know you gotta do it right. So, but I think it's I th- now in Georgia I don't know how that's gonna go in Georgia right. But I think overall the thought process of it is interesting because there's not a lot of black people that even realize or even think about it being a a job opportunity a future in their lives. I got a friend right now that was from this area moved to L.A. Got a job where her job is to literally cultivate marijuana. She she's like a bio like bio, chemical biologist or whatever, mm-hmm. and she's making big money, but she deals with weed every day. She yeah. don't smoke. She don't do nothing. But she don't consume it on her own personal. But that's her occupation. Yeah, and she love what she do. So it's crazy. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm with it 100% as well, man. Go for it. Why yeah. not? There's plenty of places that's going to be getting these licenses to uh, distribute this, to grow this. Like, why not? Why Why wouldn't you? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, this is an opportunity not only to keep this on your land, but to keep money into your church and to keep it in our community. Because you know who and coming provide, to get it if they don't exactly. do it. Exactly. You know who coming to get Shoot, it. Shoot. Um, <laughs> who was that? It, it, was it Nick Lachey? Yeah. Um, uh, Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, so... You just don't hear you it's okay for, you know what I'm saying, entertainers and stuff to get involved with this, but like a church, like on the service level, you like a church. But I think we need to grow past this, you know, well, nobody at church does this. Mm-hmm. You know, Miss Pam doesn't do this. Miss Pam probably got it in in her younger days as well. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, even- and then to put to put people in these boxes as if they're not human beings. Anything like that is just crazy to me, man. The stigma around the word yeah. is, is going to be a long process to change. Just like, uh, no, I'm not comparing the two, but I just heard on the news there was a fight during a basketball game this week. And the, the 911 call said there was a shots fired. And it looked like two gangs was fighting. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's just a way of saying niggas is fighting. Right. So it's like that, that word and that culture is going to take a long time to change. And it's the same thing. It's just the stigma around... That is going to take a lot of change. A lot of information needs to be given to people for it to change. That's what's up. But Dizzle, you got quick hitters. Killer got quick hitters. But since Killer added some notes, yeah, Killer, please <laughs> so, hit yeah. us with some of your quick so, hitter notes. So I got added to the group note this week after 323 <laughs> pies. I'm finally, <laughs> finally in here. So I had to figure out something. And I've been watching Shots to R&B Money podcast, uh, Tank and Jay Valentine. They got a pretty dope pod that I was watching. And they do this thing where they do an R&B Voltron, where they build this R&B artist because their show is R&B based. Mm-hmm. We do a lot of hip hop talk, a lot of yeah. rap talk. Yeah. So I figured let's do it on our pod. Let's do a hip hop rapper Voltron. So what we have to do here is we have to build your Voltron. You can use any any artist from the past, any artist from the present. Um, there's no wrong answer. This is your this is your Voltron. This is your Build-A-Bear. This is your hip-hop guru. So Before mm. we get started, does Dizzle know who Voltron is? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to guess Voltron is one of those uh, Decepticons. Transformers. Oh, yes. <laughs> Transformers. Robots in disguise. Wrong! Oh. Wrong, 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 wrong. Voltron, that's the, uh, what's the Decepticon, uh, what's the other one? Mm. Bumblebee, like, ain't that one of them? Dude, you're not that young, bruh. <laughs> Wait a I, second. I, 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 you know, man. <laughs> oh, you know shit. what, I'm I'm not, I'm gonna stop questioning you. <laughs> how, how old is your oldest brother? <laughs> uh, damn, let me think, let me think. I'm 30, he gotta be like 40. Two maybe. Oh, so he's my age. Yeah, yeah. 42, 40. He I'm gonna start blaming him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna start blaming him for not exposing each you one, to this quality. Yes. Who's Voltron? Voltron one, is a five-piece lion, and they form Voltron to protect oh. the universe. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh my gosh. You so have wait. to. So wait, the five-piece lion. <laughs> I'm thinking of Power Rangers when they all combined and they was all in the big... Your powers combined? Yeah, <laughs> like they used to get in the suit and all Very form one similar. big machine. You've never seen Voltron before? 
No, it's it's a, it's a TV show. It's, it's a, a cartoon. It's a, okay, it's a cartoon. It's a it has a nothing to do with the uh, Transformers. No. Okay. No. Not no. <laughs> I was just thinking Transformers. No. And this was back in what the sixties? <laughs> no, this is this is. I mean, they have a current version right. of Voltron out right now, but like it, it's a uh, uh, it's basically uh, it started as anime. And then they got the rights to it here in the United States, and they started distributing here in the United States, did a whole different storyline than what it was. So it's like here for us in the United States in like the 80s. But they have Voltron like of today on right now. Hey, I see it's on Netflix. You've never seen you've never seen Voltron. Not once. Never. Didn't know what the fuck it was when he put it in the notes. <laughs> damn. God damn. Let me see. Sorry, that. I've totally it's derailed. All right. It's all right. We needed this lesson. We needed this lesson. Because when I'm reading notes, I'm thinking to myself, like, he ain't gonna know who Voltron is. He don't know who the fuck Voltron is. Nope. So, yeah, you could, so there were like five pieces that came together. So, we're gonna bring this Voltron together on a rapper hip hop side. So, Dizzle, you're gonna go first. Gonna <laughs> I think you need time. You need time? Okay, Kev, we'll let you go first. Okay. okay. So, so, Kev, who are you getting? The flow from like what artist are you gonna have? Biggie, Biggie, get, okay, nice. Biggie flow. And I like that. I like that. Okay, we're gonna do it all. Let me so we're gonna do okay, okay. So that we got a Biggie. So next, next, who are you getting the emotion slash passion from? <sighs> I'm gonna go with. It's easy to say Tupac. That would be the easy answer, but I'm gonna go with Ice Cube. Mm. I'm going like with Ice Cube. That. Ice Cube has a range of emotion. Yeah. Um, a lot of people sleep on it because it's, you know, a, you know what? Scratch that. I'm going to go with Chuck D. I'm going to go with Chuck D. Okay. Chuck D. Okay. So we got Big on the flow, Chuck D on the emotion. Who are you He kidding? don't know who Chuck D is. <laughs> hey, I'm trying to be quiet. <laughs> Do you know who Chuck D is? Yeah, Chuck D. That's the rapper. What are you talking about? Dilly, dilly, dilly D. Oh, oh my gosh. God. <laughs> you sound like me this week. You oh my gosh. gosh. That's Heavy D. Oh, shit. <laughs> R.I.P. to Heavy D. I said dilly, dilly, dilly. See, Chuck D, um, <laughs> he was in that, uh, mm. he was with the, uh, what's that one nigga name? <laughs> You're not this young, bro. Hold on. Let You're me. not 20, dude. Chuck D is from the 60s, bro. No, he is not. <laughs> let me Google him. Mm. He light skin. He is also not light skinned. Oh, I've seen this guy. <laughs> he was uh with Public Enemy. Stop. <laughs> he was with Flavor Flav. Shouts to no cameras in the pod. <laughs> Y'all got me sweating in here. <laughs> this nigga is failing miserably. So okay, so we got we got to get to the third one. Yeah. Who are you? Who, who are you getting your performance style from? Your stage presence, your performance style. Wow, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, Busta Rhymes. Mm. And who are you getting your swag from? Who was all around going to swag it out? And Oh, nice. So we got Big, Chuck D, Busta, and Ho. Yeah. That's a hell of a Voltron. That's nice. Yeah. That's nice. Dizzle, you ready? Yeah. You can pick new artists, too. You can pick Soulja Boy, whatever. No. Yeah. Right, here we go. Who are you getting the flow from? Bow Wow. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, E-40. Okay. Okay. 
This shit gonna be this is gonna be a weird Voltron. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you this now. Who are you getting your emotion and passion from? Arr, arr. Go one. Hey. Go one. Go one. Go one. Hey. Go one. DMX. DMX. Go one. Go one. So we got a bunch of noises so far. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Who are you getting your performance style from? Um who gonna hit that stage and tear it down? And who Travis gonna... Scott. I've seen Travis Scott's one of the newer okay. uh, top okay. performers. Quality. I would say. Okay. He's, he's he's fit enough to carry the energy so far. I see mm-hmm. where this is going. And who are you getting your swag from? Uh, J Cole, comfy, <laughs> nice basketball shorts and sweats. Just nice. Just comfy, man. Nice. Not bad. Not, not bad. bad. Not, not bad. bad. Not bad. I like. Not bad. Those. I like both of them. Okay. Okay. What's up, Killer? All right, so for me, I'm getting the flow from Jay Z. Oh, I gotta have that. That's that's just a standard. The emotion and passion, I think I'm taking Diddy. Okay, mm. I think Diddy gonna he gonna sell it like a motherfucker. He don't know how to say no. <laughs> if he want it, he gonna get it. Um, the performance style, that one is tough for me. But performance style, I would say Buster. Yeah. Buster's energy is unmatched. Yeah. And then the swag, I'm going to take T.I. I just, I think that'll be a nice fit to everything else that I put together, so. I fucks with the that. old Ti with the hat to the side, yeah, okay. like DJ Drama looking Ti. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not expeditionless Ti. Well, yeah, you, you know, nice little game to play, something different. Something, For sure, y'all man. feel free to comment yours and you know in the comments if y'all want to you know participate in, or hit us up on you can make this up podcast at Gmail. Oh, I like it. I like it. So. Dizzle, <laughs> you brought some things to the quick hitters as well. What's popping with Rush Hour Four? Yeah, man. Um, I was doing some, uh, <laughs> just scrolling and saw the picture of Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan, and they all had the fours pulled up. So um, I'm looking like, yo, is this is this really happening? We got a a 70 year old Jackie <laughs> Chan because this nigga, he old. I didn't know Jackie Chan was this old, and yeah. I don't know what he's been doing. But we rewatched the rush hours and he was active. He was active. Mm-hmm. He was active. So allegedly they're coming out with a rush hour four. Jackie Chan confirmed it. Do y'all even want it at this point? Hell yeah. 70 year old Jackie. Yes. He got to have an understudy or something. I don't know, man. But he still, he still probably can get with it. He ain't, he probably can't flip four couches and fight 10 niggas no more. Cause I, some of those scenes I remember was pretty yeah. crazy. But uh, I've even watched like those at the end of those movies. They used to have like the the uncut, so, oh like, the, the blooper reel, reel, and you will see the the fumbles and the falls and the trips. Yeah, and, him like, fucking up trying to yeah. squeeze through a gate. How many times he said <laughs> "ow" and fell? Yeah. It's like that's you fall at that age, you something break. Yeah, he's <laughs> so, sixty eight. But, but Rush Tucker. Hour is probably one of my favorite. You know, that's one of those movies. Law Abiding Citizen. And Rush Hour are probably the two movies where if I'm turning through TNT or I'm passing channels and I see it I'm, and I have nothing to watch, I will finish it from where I started to the end. That's what those Rush Hour, any, any Rush Hour or Law Abiding Citizen get me every time. So the reason I'm 100% here for Rush Hour 4 is because of two reasons. One, 
we're not going to get a Money Talks 2. People that have never seen mm-hmm. Money Talks, that's Chris uh, Tucker and uh, Charlie Sheen. Since Charlie Sheen has went off the rails, mm-hmm. we're probably never going to get a sequel to that. Obviously, the other sequel everybody wants that Chris Tucker was involved with was Friday. Right. And Q's been trying to get that made for years. Debo's passed on. Pops has passed on. So we're probably not going to get a sequel to that. So I'll settle for a Rush Hour 4. Yeah. I'm with the shit. Yeah. They got to be problematic, though, man. I don't want to know watered down. Uh, jokes. I, I need the racism. <laughs> I, I need. I need it all. Yeah, man, that's, that's a, a good uh, conversation. Maybe we can get a uh, tone on or uh, mm-hmm. another one of our comedian folks to talk about. You know, comedy nowadays where you have to be kind of sensitive yeah. to everything that's going on. So that's a good conversational piece for uh, the future. Yeah, yeah. Something I ran across: Walmart. They're talking about the CEO is talking about they're gonna close their doors if the theft does not slow down. Have y'all ever experienced crazy things inside of Walmart? Yes. Like, I have. And what location? Um, <laughs> out this way. Um, there's one by my job that I have to go to quite often for n- things that we need in store, and I have seen uh, the. The big like air fryer in the cart, and we swiping you know t-shirts. And <laughs> once they took away these these attendants, and they got these self scan things, um, people I've I, I've seen the the door person try to stop somebody, and they just keep going. And the door person like Sydney trying to slow somebody down. That's like twenty. Like, that remind me of that episode of Atlanta. They got the no chase policy. <laughs> <laughs> but mm-hmm. I have definitely seen uh, that. But I mean. When you don't have people to check you out and people to, you know, already they're going to come in there with the with the thought process of what can I get off, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And, and it's just a matter of me scanning my own shit. That's a lot of integrity that goes into the, to these situations. Right. So uh, I think that they make so much money that $3 billion probably is sounds like a lot and it's, it's, it's newsworthy, but like $3 billion to Walmart, they got Walmart every day. Mm-hmm. Every square mile, I feel like you know. <laughs> Shit. Everywhere there's a Walmart. Let me think. Every time we got one, two, three. F- Damn, that's just five. We got five that I can think off the top of my head exactly. in Dayton. And the city's not that Clayton, big. The Inglewood one. Oh, well, that's you know what like, <laughs> like, There's a lot of Walmarts that are that are twenty minute drives, fifteen minute drives from wherever you. Live. They giving McDonald's a run for their money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's nothing like going to Walmart and seeing a pack of steaks with underwear. Because <laughs> I've seen that before. Motherfuckers like, oh, I can't get these yep. steaks. Oh, let me just throw them by these drawers real quick. Walmart. Right. That's funny. Walmart shoppers are off the fucking hook. Fact. Dizzle, have you seen anything crazy at Walmart before? Uh, like fights. Mm-mm, not the big ladies driving the carts, got their drawers sagging, mm-hmm. butt cracks out, badass kids. I try not to go to Walmart. Oh, you one of those? Yeah, 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 yeah. Sound yeah. like my aunt. My aunt hate, hates Walmart. I've done some crazy stuff in Walmart myself. I remember in high school we did a, a scavenger hunt, and we had like a whole bunch of random shit to do on a scavenger hunt. Like uh, one of the things, I don't know if y'all ever been to uh, Jackass Flats, I believe. It was it's in okay. Let me think. Let me think. 
it's basically a motorcycle bar and one of the tasks was to take a picture on somebody's motorcycle whoa um i forgot we we had some shit to do in walmart as well but i don't even remember bro we was like wilding But nah, I don't say oh, brave motherfuckers, right. boy. Fucking <laughs> with somebody. Before this Harley. internet, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But nah, man. I, and nowadays, I do the Walmart pickup, so I don't even get out of my car. Yeah, that's I don't me. blame you. I, I, I'll uh, get the things that I don't need to worry about other hands being on, like trash bags and laundry detergent. Like, y'all can deliver that to the house. Mm-hmm. The shit that I want to go pick up, it's always enough for me to walk in without a cart and go get and come back out and check out, like, or in a little mm-hmm. basket. I don't never really, I try not to go to Walmart with the push cart, because that <laughs> And they only be having two lanes open, like, yeah. it's 3,000 people in here. It's Christmas, and y'all, psh, yeah, it'd be nuts. I'd be, yeah, I don't try to go in there. Crazy. One more thing before we slide up out of here. Young Dizzle had a list of movies to check out. Let me run down a couple of these movies that we kind of brought to the table that he should watch from the 80s. Terminator, Lethal Weapon, Karate Kid, Lean on Me, The Breakfast Club, Untouchables, Do the Right Thing, Outsiders, Glory, The Shining, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Back to the Future, Trading Places, Stand By Me, Poltergeist, uh, what else, what else, what else, what else, what else we have? Uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, Die Hard, and School Days. Dizzle said he's seen Karate Kid, Breakfast Club, Do the Right Thing, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Back to the Future, and School Days. Have you watched any of the other movies on that list yet? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I have a lot of time off, and I will knock out. I will knock out Terminator. Some of these I'm not. I'm not watching. <laughs> oh, well, what are you not watching? Yeah, what's what, what's what's the not off just the title? The, because now now Killer, you've seen all these, right? No, or, or, um, oh god, I have. <laughs> the only one I haven't seen were Untouchables, The Outsiders, and Poltergeist. Okay. Um, I'm probably not going to watch The Shining. I already seen the scene where the nigga got his face in the door. I don't need to see the rest of the movie. That you ain't. do need to see the rest of the movie. That ain't I shit. I be feeling like... I'm spinning. I be feeling like if I've seen like the main scenes, I don't that's need to not, see... That's, the, I don't need that's to see light Lean work. On, <laughs> Lean, on me got, Lean On Me got 19 main scenes. Hell uh, yeah. So I <laughs> I put the... Uh, I, I just said two of them at work on Thursday. <laughs> You smoke crack, don't you? I said, this is Joe Clark. He's a chase off the door. The enemy is here. <laughs> you already know if Killer has seen it and Killer can quote it, it's a fucking bona fide yeah, classic. I can quote that movie better than most. That's my okay. shit. I've seen that movie quite a few times. You've seen Juice before, right? Yeah, yeah. All right. Remember Steel? Yeah, that's Juice? the little boy. He's in there. So yeah. you got to watch it off of that. That's the, GP. That's the boy smoke crack. Smoke crack, don't you? Sam's? Yeah, yeah. Um... So do I need to see? All right, so I'll, let them hear, fellas. The Shining, you really don't care about. Ain't Poacher guys? Ain't that like a scary movie? Yeah, well, uh, quality, quality, uh, titled yes. Is it <laughs> is it worth it? Really? Hell yeah! Do you like scary movies? Let me ask you that. If they good, I don't like a scary movie just because it's a scary movie like a slasher. No, 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 no. Or... It's it's not like that. It, neither is uh, The Shining. Okay. Okay. Um, if I was gonna tell you which one to watch, if you had to pick, I would say Poltergeist is gonna get you more than uh, The Shining. Okay, I've, I've, I think that would fit your your style a little bit more. I've like heard of Poltergeist, I've kind of know what it's about, but shit. I've never really watch it with your daughters. <laughs> They'll be scared. Hell yeah. <laughs>
Well, I seen seven out of eighteen, so that's not that's not too bad considering all of these came out before I was born. Andre Drummond free throw percentage <laughs> seven out of eighteen. <laughs> that's not bad, man. So which one? Okay, give me three. Give me three. Three. Bro. That's a give good, me three. That's good. So we'll start. I there. will watch Terminator. So I'll, what intrigues you about Terminator? Because I seen you watch the trailer last week. And he was like, okay, I might feel the fuck with this. Um. It looks like it'll be funny. I look like I'll be laughing at the sound effects and the uh, <laughs> pew pew. <laughs> so can, can we do lean on me in school days? Because I had I seen school days. Oh, you have okay. I about to say because I had school days homework during the pandemic I ain't really from like, y'all. I ain't really like school days. You didn't, you didn't fuck mm-hmm. with school days? Damn. Not not at all. Not really actually. Yeah. Not enough well, to watch it. You gonna watch lean on everybody me that days? went to Central State and Wilberforce. Ether this man in the comments. <laughs> it was like Everybody a that's in the fraternity or sorority, ether this man in the comments. <laughs> I watched it with high hopes and it just didn't hit, man. Man, Larry Fishburne in there. Come on, man. No. Come on. <laughs> Gina was up in there looking was like A1 yeah. hey, sauce. Yeah, looking good. She sure was. I was and I would say, watch. You see Die Heart? No. You gotta watch Die I'll Heart. I'll say, this is tis the season for that. You gotta watch that. You're right. You're you right about that. So, yeah. Terminator, Die Hard, and what's the third? What's the third? Y'all one? give it. Y'all lean tell me. me. All right, you gotta on. watch Lean on Me. Start to finish. I will have those three watched before the new year. Fair enough. Hold on, Fair one word again, so I can text this shit to the group. <laughs> Terminator, Die Hard, and Lean on Me. Bet. Them other ones can can bounce. I will definitely tell you. Uh, Stand by Me is a motherfucking classic, and that's not just Cap. Nigga. That shit is. That shit is all. Oh, I watch that shit at least twice a year. Okay. That shit is awesome. I've seen a couple of the scenes. <laughs> what scene? The smoke crack scene. No, no. I said stand by me, nigga. Oh, not lean on me. <laughs> uh, I don't know nothing about stand by me. Oh, man. And lastly, where are you at with your honor? Because season two starts January oh, yeah, 15th. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah yeah! I was supposed to. Uh, I watched it on a late night tip. So nah, that's a good show. I'm with the shits. I don't know where they're gonna go with season two, but I'm I'm gonna watch. I'm tuned in. Yeah, I fucks with your honor. There it is. Yeah. Another episode. You can't make this up. Podcast. A long episode. Quality episode. Facts. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Hey Dizzle. We out till next week. Peace.